my parents were always busy growing up. Um, they was always at work. My, my dad used to come home, um, fall asleep on the sofa. I didn't spend any time with him. And that that's led to a pretty bad relationship now where I'm in my life. I'm, 30, I'm 37 now. Um, I don't have the best relationship with my father. So I know that if I do the same thing with my children, then that's going to happen again. And I don't want that, that for my kids ever. Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day, they built for hours and hours but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter came to help them find the way. Because of this, makers became founders and earned the money they deserve. Because of this, founders can have growth, freedom, and wealth until tomorrow no code becomes the next big skill that changes the future of humanity that's what i'm all about hello my name is abdulaziz and from an ethical hacker to a european ivy league business graduate to a hypnotherapist to a growth marketer i've lost everything twice and now i'm rebuilding my life one more time one percent a day the no code wealth podcast a newsletter are for the makers and founders who have the proactivity, perspective, and persistence to go on this journey with me and get the answers about money, marketing, and mindsets so that makers become earners, earners become founders, and founders get freedom and create wealth. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast is now ranking very nicely on Apple in the entrepreneurship category, top 200 in San Francisco, top 60 in Germany, top 50 in the UK, top 30 in Sweden, top 25 in Italy, and top 25 in India. So please keep rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing. My guest today is James Bacon. From MMA coaching to human movement science, from YMCA fit to bioforce conditioning, to being the strength and conditioning coach at JDB Strength and Conditioning, James helps busy dads be stronger, leaner, and get more energy so they can live a long and fulfilling life with their children. James, how are you today? Abdulis, thank you very much for having me on your show. I'm really good, thank you. And yourself? I am happy, glad, and already excited. Just to give a bit of background, can you share the story? that made you the person you are today, especially if you had a moment or something to share about why did you choose to pursue this path of fitness, conditioning, and strength? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it goes back to my um, childhood. Uh, I was a very overweight child uh, up until about the age of 19. Um, I was bullied uh, all through my school years. Uh, and then I decided that I wanted to make a change to my own health and fitness uh, when I got to about the age of 19. So I embarked on joining a gym. Um, and in two years, I lost well over eight stone in that time period. 
And then a couple of years later, I decided that I wanted to be a personal trainer uh, to help other people out with their fitness goals after the success that I had. Wonderful. And just one, one second, because this is important for everything that we will talk about together. During those two years, it was difficult and it is difficult to make such a radical change, especially for someone to go from sedentary to being so conditioned and active and losing so much weight. What kept you motivated on a personal level? Was it the pain, the bullying, or was it some vision you had? Or what was going on through your mind during those difficult days where you wake up, you don't want to go to the gym, but you put your shoes on, your outfit on, and went through the exercises with your best ability anyway? Yeah, I think for me it was a mixture of everything. Um, I was sort of fed up with the person I was looking in the mirror. And the the bullying certainly made me want to change um, just for myself, really, uh, to to have the confidence to move better um, and to look better um, in clothes. So, yeah, that was definitely what spurred me on. You mentioned that. So when you looked in the mirror, you were not satisfied with the person you saw. So, okay. A problem in marketing that we deal with as marketers is that people have this paradigm belief when they look, for example, in the mirror and see the person they don't want to be, they think, oh, but that's all I can have. I cannot have any better. It's for other people. It's not for me. My case is hopeless or worse or different or I will be disappointed or any of those objections. Well, to you personally, when you saw that person that you lived with for at least 19 years, that overweight person you didn't want to be, what helped you overcome those objections and personal resistance and friction? Yeah, I think personally, it, I had so many objections to wanting to change and I knew that I knew what pain laid ahead for me with making that change, sweating and being sore for days. but. In my mind, there was no other alternative. It was a non-negotiable thing. I had to make improvements in my own life, um, definitely. I love that. What got you to the case or situation or position where there was no alternative? It was like failure is not an option. Sure. I, I think growing up, um, it all came down to uh, my mom- my mother. Um, she was diagnosed with uh, cancer at an early age. and. I didn't want that for me um, growing up. Um, I could see that her lifestyle sort of led to that sort of situation. So, yeah, for me, I didn't want to grow up being unhealthy. And at at the time, I didn't have any children, but I knew that I probably would in the future. Um, So, yeah, it was just making sure that I had the power um, to live that long and prosperous life. Okay, let's go a bit deeper. And it's sad as well as there will be gold in that trauma and sadness. Well, you spoke about that someday you'll have children. One of the things you speak about in your marketing is that you help busy dads get stronger and leaner so that they will have a more fulfilling life with their children. So children are very important. Well, how did the cancer of your mother, which was related to her lifestyle, impact you as a child in a way that you thought, I will never wish this for my children. I refuse. 
Yeah, I think it it was an awful time, um, and obviously that, that that cancer ultimately led to my mother's death. Um, and yeah, I've got two children now myself, uh, age four and seven, and I wouldn't want that for them ever to grow up without uh, the dad or the mum. So yeah, that's it's always been a big spur for me, um, and that's why I, I choose to help dads um, to to not go through the same process that I had to go through. So they they've got that energy and strength. So they, they can be around for the kids a, a lot longer. I understand. So if I understood correctly, it's not even you noticing the, the reduction in health in your mother, which is unfortunate and sad. It was also the passing away as well as being left without that important maternal um, love, which is what was the void that motivated you more than anything. Did I understand correctly? Yeah, yes. This is really, really valuable. Then to speak a bit more about the work you do, how did it come about that you chose from any possible avatar or segment or niche, you chose Busy Dads? Is it because you are that person or did you talk with other people or you have some brainstorming exercise and in the end you chose to target those really busy dads well <laughs> it all came around in about 2013 this was the point when i had my first child um and i was starting to get i was starting to struggle um because i before my children i, I pretty much had an easy life no responsibilities um and then it got to the point where i was not looking after myself the way i normally would do um so I, 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 sat and thought, I, I sat and thought to myself, well, if if I'm struggling as a coach in the industry, how how must other dads be feeling right now um, with with children? Because I, I think once you've had children, you sort of put your 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 own personal health second to your children, and then it's easy to get into that that slide of putting on weight, not not working out, not having energy. You're at work all day. You, you come home and you just fall asleep on the sofa. So. It came around in 2013, um, and I launched a boot camp for dads, um, which was very successful. I think we had about 80 dads um, join us initially. And then it's gone on from there. Really. I, I've, I've built it up over two locations, and um, I think this year uh, I decided to move it online uh, just because of the way the current climate is. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the bit of the backstory. Okay, and to understand a bit... Um, deeper and I congratulate you on your success and you're doing something wonderful okay so on a deeper level the fact that you were tired at the end of the day and going home and laying on your sofa and knowing that time if you had more energy you could spend it with your children well which one of these three is more important because of course all three are is it that that reminded you of the loss of your or the absence of your mother in a way that you thought although i am alive the fact that i'm not spending time with them is the same as if i was not there which is that absence or is it more of i love spending time with my children my day is incomplete without that quality time and like I said, all three will be important, but which one stands out? Or it's thinking, look, if I don't spend this time today with them in the future, they will not be the best that they can be. They will not be the fullest person that they can be. And therefore, it's also not just 
my choice, but also my responsibility and duty to do it today so that I'm proud of who I created and left in this world later. Yeah, I think it's definitely the third one. Um, I believe that when your children are young, that you've got to develop those relationships early. Because if, I'd say if you start feeding them stones, eventually when they grow up, if you're not spending the time with them and give them that attention, what they require, it's going to come back on you. <laughs> and yeah, the, 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 that those relationships are so important. Um, and spending time with my children is, is like the most important thing to me. Um, even though I'm working a busy business, um, that's that's my number one priority always. You said it will come back on you. Can you extend this in a more specific way? Like, did you have a situation in your life where you as a child, you came back because you didn't feed those stones to you? You weren't fed those stones on your parents, whether uh, externally or internally in your own mind? Or did you notice it in like some other people and then you saw, you thought, I don't want that life? Or maybe even you saw it in a documentary or a movie, like some character you said, look, they didn't spend time with their children. Their children now hate them and abandon them when they're older. I don't want that. Can you share a bit more of a specific either anecdote, detail or experience that made this stand out as super valuable? Yeah, absolutely. This all extends to the relationship with my father personally. Uh, my my parents were always busy growing up. Um, they was always at work. My, my dad used to come home, um, fall asleep on the sofa. I didn't spend any time with him. And that that's led to a pretty bad relationship now where I'm in my life. I'm, 30, I'm 37 now. Um, I don't have the best relationship with my father. So I know that if I do the same thing with my children then that's going to happen again and I don't want that that for my kids ever like I said before it's it's important to me that I have that relationship and I, I do spend that quality time with them I am present in that relationship uh, while they're growing up in their younger years so when you're present when they're growing up in their younger years you know that first you will not have such a bad basically relationship as you have with your father it would be a lot more positive which is fulfilling for you as well as important for your legacy to leave children who have been raised right or at least in a whole and complete way and that gives you more of a satisfaction in life but can you comment on whether this is correct what i'm saying or you wish to add or change anything yeah, that's pretty much correct what you're saying. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> then your clients, and you had many, and I hope you had such deep discussions with them. What Did you notice that they had a bad relationship with their fathers in some way, shape, or form that tends to be a commonality that is bringing them towards you, or they just don't have this or you didn't speak about this so you're not sure i think most of my clients knew my backstory uh but i think most of my clients come to me because of my marketing message that they have got a place to come where they can get away for a little bit and they can exercise um they've, they've got somewhere to go as part of the community okay so according to you what those busy dads want is a community that is supportive and a time to escape from their busyness as a way to recharge and maybe get that runner's high that comes from exercise and be together away from the problems of work, family, and the day, correct? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I've always set up my sessions to go around family time anyway. So when I was, when I had, when the gym was open, we always ran sessions sort of eight o'clock at night, um, eight till about nine. So it, it always had the time to, to get home from work uh, and spend time with the children first, which was the most important thing. Great. And when people come to you, these specific people, because now I'm noticing two kind of um, benefits or needs or something like that that are not working together. They're a bit contradictory, but just to verify it, those people who come to you, do they already have enough energy, but they want to escape and have more energy as well as a time off during the day or multiple times per week? Or are they parents and fathers who notice I get home from work, I am tired laying on the sofa, I'm sedentary, I need to fix this. So when they come to you, is their shape more okay or better? Or are they in a, on a lower level of shape and they begin with you and get to that energy level? Yeah, usually they come in to me after they have had so many years of not looking after themselves. Uh, like I said, because they've put the children first um, and they've, they've let the health and fitness go a little bit. So they usually come into me because they're looking to work on the mental health as well, uh, as well as the physical body. Um, and a lot of the time they, they, they come and see me and they're not in the, the headspace. They're not feeling confident in themselves anymore. Uh, and yeah, they're probably feeling a little bit unattractive to the to the wives or partners, whatever that may be. Great. Now we're taking it to a different direction. So it seems to be a really valuable or a pain point, the fact that they don't feel confident and they don't think they are attractive to their wife in the same way they used to be anymore because they neglected their own fitness and health and focused on work and the children and the family as well, correct? Correct, yeah. This is really good, wonderful. And you spoke to many of your clients, I hope so, or at least when they tell you uh, about the thing they appreciate most about the work you do, I don't mean in a way like, oh, I like when you did that exercise or I like that you begin on time or something like that, but more like, oh, my life, it changed in X, Y, Z way because of you. What seems to be a common thread with all that feedback sure i mean I, I expect nothing from my clients when they come for me my, my job as a coach is to make them a better version of themselves again uh, for those core reasons what I, what I mentioned earlier uh, but a lot of the time my, my clients will send me a message uh, saying thank you very much for what you've done so far for me i uh, really appreciate it you you've actually changed my life in a in a really positive way uh, not just with exercise but my mental health or uh, i'm having more time to chase my kids around I'm, I'm not feeling out of breath walking up the stairs so yeah th things like that okay let's focus on the mental health is it a bonus something after they try they realize and they're like wow my mental health is much better thank you or even before they come to you with the expectation knowledge and understanding that they want to improve their mental health and that you have the keys to help them with that Sure. I, I, I think that exercise is always going to improve mental health. 
Um, they, they may not tell me straight away that that's the, the reason. Uh, that I say a lot of the time people, I find that men, uh, they don't open up as much straight away about the reasons what the, what they're doing it for. But after those relationships have been built, yeah, you, you can see that and they'll tell you why why they're doing it and i'd say nine times out of ten the mental health is always going to be one of the big reasons um and i think that's due to the fact that they're leading stressful lives um they're trying to provide for the family going to work all day doing shifts at work um and then they've not they've not took that time out and then other other considerations come in such as the foods that they're eating that they may be drinking alcohol at the time um sedating with that and yeah and i can see the definite improvement after a while uh once we tap into that that nutrition especially because that, that's really key as well to mental health yes key to mental health which makes me ask how do you define that specifically to to the case of your clients not what you tell them but what is that mental health deficiency that they will be fixing you mentioned confidence that's possibility it could be stress and just being overstressed and overworked or it could be a kind of depression or a midlife crisis and i'm throwing this out there in case it's relevant so you comment on it can you speak about like if there was uh, a kind of mental health issue that is most common that gets fixed within your clients what could this be including the lack of confidence with their spouse and uh, attractiveness as well yeah I, I believe the confidence and feeling attractive to the partner may lead to other worries i mean it, it, it's not uncommon that people neglect themselves with their health and then they end up starting to drink they're starting to sedate and then they, they lead themselves down a path um, of destruction. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's that, and also they have the stresses of work, the stresses of children as well. So there's all these different challenges going on in the life. So yeah, it it could mean a number of different things to different people, mental health. But I'd, I'd say those issues there are the main ones. Okay, you mentioned the path of self destruction. Is this something they come to you caring about, saying, oh, my God, I drink too much or I'm doing um, smoking too much or I'm escaping too much into work to forget my mental health issues and my lack of confidence? Or is this something you notice, but they didn't mention it, just an observation and something that you are adding to this conversation? Yeah, absolutely. Like I said earlier, I, I, I find that that men they don't usually tell you the, the core reasons straight away um they'll usually come in and say oh i need to lose a little bit of weight um i'm going on holiday soon whatever that may be so yeah it it'll, it'll come in eventually once that trust has been built up with people um they might ask for a conversation on the side and explain to you where they are um yeah okay and as humans that driver of intimacy with their spouse is probably the strongest thing so i hope you have like the uh as they say the guts <laughs> to go this route because we will okay so they now we have to speak about before and then we will speak about after so before they lack confidence well how do they know specifically that they're not uh as attractive as they used to be or not attractive anymore or not attractive to their uh, spouse yeah I, I, 
when I first meet somebody um, and I ask them about their goals and aspirations while they're coming to train and I'll always get the sentence, I used to be this, I used to be that, I used to go to the gym, I used to be out every night, I used to look good in the shirt, all those reasons there. So, yeah, I think confidence, it's it's a feeling. So it's how they're feeling towards their partner, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I don't know what to say about it, really. It's... Uh, <laughs> One second, your sound was off. I didn't hear a larger section, but okay, I will ask you now. When you said that, does it mean that many of your clients are men who used to be fit but lost it rather than men who are used to being overweight and they decided to change? Yes, yes. So, yeah, a lot of them, they used to they used to uh, have it all, shall we say, um, and then it got to the point. So... I know the the brain works in the past quite a lot, so it'll remember a lot of what they used to be. But my my job as a coach really is to get them to think about the now uh, and get them to think about the future and where they want to go. Um, so that, that that's my job. Yes, but as Saint Thomas de Aquinas said, you know, if you want to bring someone to the path, you have to walk and find them where they are hold them by the hand and take them step by step to the right path. So you get them to the now after they invested in your services, but in your marketing, you have to speak to them where their mind is, which is in that lack of confidence state. And then to ask you a bit more, did they tend to be attractive men and then who lost it or just men who were like on average shape, but because you said they had it all. So did they have that physique that they were proud of? Maybe they were even athletes and then they lost that? Yeah, my, my clients are a little bit of a mixture, really. Um, I've got a few ex-athletes um, in, on my client base. Then I've just got many just average sort of people. Um, they probably wasn't, they probably didn't have as much weight on them as they used to. And I guess they're just looking for that sort of feeling back where, where they do feel attractive again to the to the partners and to themselves great so before they used to feel for whatever reason attractive to their partner which by definition eliminates any kind of men who never felt attractive one thing like we're getting more clarity on well what happened that let them think that it's them because i'm thinking okay the way that they know they redu- their attractiveness reduced is the lack of intimacy, physical intimacy with their partner. Or it could be they don't look at them in that way, uh, which is something that some people might say. Or they say, when I used to be wear this shirt, like you mentioned, like people used to look at me in the swimming pool or whatever because of the way I looked, but right now I'm totally ignored or anything like that. What is the one thing that tends to be a signal to them that they lost their attractiveness and therefore their confidence is reduced because of this? Yeah, I I, I guess it's they just realize one day that they're not what they used to be anymore and they they haven't looked after the the health or the fitness in a long while. Um, And then that maybe is brought in that mental state as well as well i'm not i'm not actually where i want to be right now um and i need to do something about it 
Um, so yeah, it's it could be a number yes, of reasons. But just to make sure, yes. And the thing is, each person, each company will tend to attract a group of people who share, on average or in largest part, a common similar reason. Well, let's backtrack to move forward a bit more. Which kind of clients tend to be the biggest spenders, let's say, or the biggest source of revenue for your business? Because in every business, there is always like the top 20% or top 10% that make you maybe half of your earning. So can you speak about what those could have in common in a way that maybe we can dive deeper into getting more people like that? Yeah, I mean, typically my my biggest sort of earners or paying clients, they are either self-employed, they've got their own business. Uh, they're usually in the 40 to 50 age range. Um, they, they tend to be sat down a lot during the day behind a desk. I say that they've got a they've got a family, they've got their home, they've got a couple of kids, and they're, they're probably quite successful in the business, but they've not been successful in their body and health. Great, and those people in particular, how do they know and come to that realization that they're not what they used to be? Is it like you said, if they chase after their children, they run out of breath, or is it like what happened to you? When they look in the mirror and they say, this is not the person I want to be, this is not who I am, this is not who I used to be, or is it that their wife ignores them, for example, they tend to not have as much quality time, they don't get any kind of uh, love and care uh, from their wife, and then they think straight away, well, I'm not the same man I used to be who she used to love, so I should return to that to get that back which is a very powerful marketing message that if we communicate it in the right way, not in a crude way, it can be really good. Sure. Yeah, I think definitely a mixture of all of them. Um, I think typically my clients, they're, they're spending so long working, um, trying to earn the income for, for the family, and then they, they forgot about themselves. And then they're not, again, not spending that quality time with, with their partner, the, the spouse or the children and then they come to a point and it's usually around the age of 40 when health becomes more of an issue uh, whereas if when there was back 20 maybe 30 then the, the aesthetics were probably more of a goal for them to look good but now it's more about their health because um, again into sort of the, the mid part of their life um, and those sort of health risks start to arise a little bit so if they're a little bit overweight then the risk of like high blood pressure, possible diabetes, a number of different things which start to creep up on them and then they start to realize that now's the time that they need to do something about it. Okay, but uh, I mean, it's like the things are changing totally. So now it's health. It's not about the attractiveness to their partner, correct? And you said 40. So can it be a midlife crisis uh, that pushes them to come to you? Did you notice this as a reason? Yeah, it could be a midlife crisis. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so what else did they do during that time? Did they like buy that red shiny car at the same time? Did they dress younger at the same time? Did they tend to have anything like that? Or you don't know because you only see them in the gym and not much outside? Um, yeah, in the, in the gym, I don't really get to know much about that. Um, I, 
I don't really know much about midlife crisis myself uh, just yet. But um, yeah, I, I think that they, they start to change a little bit and maybe they do, they do go out spending money on different things, which they think will make them happy. But inevitably it won't because they need to look after the health at the end of the day um, because without health, then what do they have? That's it. Okay, then... I will ask a very specific question and please give me a very specific answer. Do they tell you, oh my God, thank you, my blood pressure is lower and my uh, sugar levels are stable? Or do they say, oh my God, thank you, I look so great in this shirt, I miss this? Yeah, a bit of a mixture. Um, I had one client recently, he lost uh, four stone um, in about eight months. Um, he was suffering with his blood pressure. Um, his energy levels and he lost that weight and it completely changed his life and he came to me and he said thank you so much uh, I'm feeling so much better my, my blood pressure is now okay lower. but is he and, the yeah, typical person who comes to you it, it's a little bit of a mixture I mean people are always going to have the different reasons for wanting to do something but ultimately okay. I think it, which one is more meaningful to you if you were overweight and at that age and someone to you personally now Let's say someone came to you and said, look, I can help you lose that weight and get back into that shirt and you will see that look of attractiveness and you'll be more intimate with your wife. Or, look, I can help you reduce your blood pressure, let go of those health problems and get healthy again and shed that fat. If you had to choose one in a world where there is no compromises, which one is more meaningful that touches a bigger chord in your heart? Or maybe add in a third, it's you will have time to spend with your children so they grow up in a healthy, balanced way that you'll be proud of. If you had to choose only one. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go for the last one because <laughs> that, that's got more meaning to me. Um, personally, uh, I think that's the ultimate goal Great. that people want to be around. Do you tend to notice through your conversations with your clients that they care about that with their children? I'm not saying because that's the message you have now, but let's not be attached to, to it. Like they say in writing, you should be willing to kill your babies, <laughs> which is totally messed <laughs> up to say during when you're speaking about children, but like your favorite ideas, don't get too attached to them so much so that they you cannot open a door to something better. So to you, how often do they speak about children compared to health and compared to uh, like the attractiveness and confidence with their wife? If you had to choose one as the biggest, even though all are important, which one for them would be the most relevant? Yeah, I think I think foremost that people are always going to be more inclined to talk about themselves and how they feel and how they're looking. Um, I mean, in, in my community of the dads that I've got, we regularly post up pictures with our kids and say what we're doing. Yes. So do you, you notice that on average people speaking about them and how they look, correct? Yes. Well... First, we know that, that the biggest motivation will be there, exactly there. And speaking about the other things is something to speak about later. Now we're thinking about getting people to become part of your tribe. And then within your tribe, you can grow the other formats. We're just looking for the biggest message that will get them 
into the tribe first, and then within the tribe, the rest of the, the work can be done. So focusing specifically, like you said, it, it's they looked much better before. They don't look that good anymore. And within these two, let's say they have to choose between two. Either they look better and see themselves in the mirror as better, or if they had to choose to have that confidence and be attractive to their significant other, which one, if you had to choose one, which one would be more valuable and meaningful to them? Well, I, I think it goes with the person foremost. So yeah, definitely the first one, um, because that leads to other things anyway down the line. Um, if they're feeling conf- well, if they're feeling good about themselves and how they're looking, uh, that's going to lead to the confidence with the spouse again um, and the relationships with the children. Yes, but that will be the same message as all your competitors in many ways. Unless, can you have a hundred before and after of people who you help significantly lose weight and look great and talk about it? Um, yeah, I've got lots of testimonials and before and after pictures, yeah. Okay. I tend to think that if you go the other route, it's more unique. So let's explore okay. it there because you're already speaking about that one of looking better and feeling better with their spouse. So before, what would be a significant thing? Let's say if they lost the weight, they will regain that honeymoon period and extend it forever. Would this be a message that resonates? Yeah, I think it would work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, let's explore it in a different way. So they were successful in their work and they are, and let's focus on entrepreneurs since they tend to be the ideal clients and don't think that you only need this one message you can have a marketing for entrepreneurs a marketing for executives different messages for different people rather than trying to amalgamate and group them together and entrepreneurs would be since they're the biggest spenders worth investing clarification into so entrepreneurs they are successful in their business but when they return home, they don't maybe feel as successful anymore because they don't feel desired or attractive to their spouse. Is this fair to say? Yes, yes, definitely. And does that impact their business in any way? Like they cannot focus as much as they could during meetings or deals because there is this frustration or cortisol or a spike of extra stress that comes from not being fulfilled at home and maybe that pushes them to escape even more into their business which neglects their children as well and if they were felt love with their spouse they will spend more time at home which is more quality time with the children and therefore we will uh, do like kill two birds with one stone would this be like a fair thing to say or would you like to comment or add to it no, I think that's a fair thing to say. Um, I believe that if the the balance is right at home with with the family and the children, then you're going to excel in your business life, um, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a really good point yeah, to touch on. Yes, and I'm taking it because this is what I'm all about. It's taking it to that next level. It's not just spending time with your family. It's actually both having a good reason to spend time with your family because you're satisfied and happy at home, which gives you more energy and life to earn more, which means even the investment in your services is basically not just free. It's like 
a, a positive ROI because their mind will be, this is it. Entrepreneurs are spend so much time working and they're successful and they provide for their family. But right now, they're not really benefiting from it as much as they could because it's not enough to provide for your children to create that those great children. What you need is to have that family life that is happy, full of love and satisfaction. But if you keep on looking in this way that you're unsatisfied with, your wife, you cannot expect her to show you the same love as she used to be. It's your responsibility to lose that weight, return back to the shape you used to, so that you are man, the man who is worthy, not just uh, by providing, but by looking in the way that she will desire. And therefore, your intimacy will grow. When you go home, you see her smile and for going from ear to ear and the happiness in her eyes, which gives you satisfaction at home. And even if you didn't have the energy, although through these workouts, we, you will get the energy, that happiness will just shoot energy up your spine in a way that will get you the energy to run around, play with your children, to hug your wife and spend quality time with her. And you'll be truly fulfilled and satisfied at home, which means when you go to work, you come with the, that young energy drive, that fresh blood, that maybe you're midlife crisis is causing you to think that you lost well you think you lost it because you don't have a happy home but what you really when you get that recharging positive loving energy at home it will impact your business so well because you will regain your youth and vigor through these workouts and therefore when you are at work you will give it your all your days will be a ton 10 times more productive you will earn more Therefore, you can choose to work less if you wish to. You can afford more vacations and look great in that swimsuit where your wife, it will be an eternal honeymoon again. So that's what James Bacon stands for is through these workouts, you will return to that honeymoon period or you will get back the honeymoon in your life, which basically will put you in a mood where your children will see the right role model a father who is happy, who is enthusiastic, who is excited about life, playing with them no matter the age, which means they grow up to be passionate, excited, alive. And when they get 40, they will not be lethargic like you used to be, but they will understand that no matter the age, we can stay young again. And this is what you stand for, James. Bacon is about youth, it's about the honey, it's about regaining your vigor and youth, it's about getting back that honeymoon period forever in your life, and it's about being the right role model that your children will see you full of energy, life, and happiness, and therefore they will grow to be not just someone you're proud of, but someone who is better than you expected. And how could this marketing message be for you? I love that. I absolutely love that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I am happy that I um, I can contribute because this is deeper, like because in marketing, there are levels and levels and levels. When you touch the heart, you get to that highest level. And this is about the heart. Please use it. Please talk to people about it. Test it. And I'm sure 100,000% they will be like, yes, I want that. I'm there up and early <laughs> and bright. I'll be the first person showing up because I want this. And thank you so much. Well, can you share any final um, like 
lessons or advice or words with the listeners, as well as if people want to use your services, where should they go? Which websites or links do you prefer uh, that they will discover more by going to? Sure, absolutely. I think the most important thing is that it does start with the with the person that they're giving themselves permission to feel that feel that power from from the family to get started again on the health and fitness because like I said, health we've only got one life and we've only got health and without that we haven't got anything. So it's giving yourself that permission to get started again. Um if people want to find me, my my website is www.jdbsc.co.uk or they can find me on LinkedIn, which is LinkedIn forward slash the James the, J, the James Bacon, I think it is. I will put both links in the description and that was so interesting and really, really a great conversation we had. I hope you will go out there armed with this new, more advanced marketing message. And I am sure it will be the reason where James Bacon will impact a lot more dads in the world because he's saying exactly those emotional reasons that will make them listen and pay attention and get motivated to jump on the treadmill or join your trainings and get moving again. Brilliant. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm.